If you like our podcast and you want to help support the show, please rate, comment, and subscribe. Also, you can donate to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash what's happening, or you can donate to us directly via PayPal. All those links can be found in the show notes. And now, it's time to know what's happening. Yeah. Hey, what's happening? Episode 59. I am Shane. And I'm Nico. And yes. I forgot that uh, that we were recording right now, so sorry about that. Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't like say, hey, go ahead and start recording. Okay, so I hit the button and then boom. Well, All I right. thought you were going to play the intro. Oh. <laughs> but now no one, people who are listening to this are going to be like, but you did play the intro. Yeah, exactly. But he puts the intro in afterwards. Yeah, I like to, you know, I like to improvise. You like to what? Improvise. That's what I was trying to say, improvise. You know, there were some people saying that our podcast doesn't make any sense. It's probably because you can't talk. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm trying to speak as clearly and, you know, as best I possibly can. But, you know, sometimes the English doesn't come out the way I want it to that I'm thinking in my head, you know. You mean like that whole <laughs> sentence? All right. Anyway. All right. So. So we have a, we uh. Oh wow! I can't talk either. See, there you go. It's this just rubbing is, off of you. This is just great. We have two people who can't talk making a podcast. I know. Hey, I mean anybody can make a podcast, right? So we're. But not everyone can make a lucrative podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> All right. Um. So we are going to talk about some top stories. Handpicked by us. That's right. Um, so Trump's State of the Union happened this past week. And, of course, there was a lot of, uh, you know, chit-chatting and, you know, oh, my God, I can't believe you did this. And why did you not do that? And what's going on? You know, er- you know obviously, everyone who has their side is going to say, oh, my God, you're dumb, blah, 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 you know, all that good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So the big thing that was happening uh, on social media was, Nancy Pelosi, apparently she ripped uh, her copy of Trump's State of the Union. But as you can see from this picture, and for those who are just listening, uh, apparently it was already pre-ripped. So she was already it, – it was already planned out you know, for her to you know, basically uh, – I don't know. It's, it, it's all a theater act. It's kind of like what Dave Smith always says. Mm-hmm. About how politics is basically theater. Yeah. You know. So, <clears throat> it's, I mean, it, the fact that it was planned out isn't really that surprising to me. But the thing that I don't understand is like the reactions to it. Yeah. Cause I don't know. Some people were saying, uh, I don't know. You know, they're saying, oh my goodness, you're a. You know, you're a you're a hero, Nancy, for for shredding the paper. Oh my god, I can't believe you did that. Wow, you're so cool. Mm-hmm. And then, well, then also some people, you know, some people were pointing out, well, Trump, you know, didn't get uh, because uh, I think Nancy had reached her hand out for. Um, man, I'm going. To, I'm, doing, I'm doing great right now, Cameron. For Trump to reach. Or- yeah, exactly. For Trump to you know handshake. That's oh my gosh. Basically, she wanted to shake his hand, you know, as like a respectful gesture or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, Trump went whoop, 
turned around and was like, nope, I ain't, I ain't doing any of that. But some people are saying, well, you know, maybe you didn't see her hand or whatever. Well, I mean, even if he did, it was probably on purpose. And yeah. the, the reaction of her was probably on purpose. I don't know. I feel like I feel like secretly or they're they're like, you know, working this out behind the mm -hmm. scenes or something. I don't know. Yeah, some of the I don't know, some of the reactions were funny. As we'll include one here, who I mean, I don't really know how to I guess this person would be considered – I think this person has Trump-Drainer syndrome, right? I mean, this kind of reads know. as it. But anyway. When you read this, it's kind of – So it's from Seth Abramson. He's a uh, Newsweek columnist and a New York Times bestselling author of a book on Trump's Iran policy, which I actually wouldn't mind reading that. I bet that's kind of interesting to, to hear what um, – you know about Trump's Iran policy from Seth Abramson. But anyway, he says in, in a tweet, he said, I just saw someone say something online that really resonated with me. That with a flick of a wrist, Pelosi may well have, in the view of history, overshadowed Trump's whole speech. There's a sense, there's a sense in which there's huge power and courage in that, how an act of resistance resonates. Now, I will give him this. He is right in terms of her doing that, ripping the paper. Everybody was talking about yeah, it. Yeah, everybody was – nobody was talking about well, – hardly anybody was talking about what was actually said. Yeah. Other than like, oh, he, uh, you know, mentioned this family and talked about this person, and I guess Juan Guaido was also appointed. I didn't see the thing, so I don't know, but but apparently Juan Guaido was appointed, um, was pointed out or whatever, and you know, because the whole Venezuela thing and trying to overthrow oh, the yeah, government yeah. and all that good stuff, you know, because that 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 was successful. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he is actually right, I think, in terms of her doing that overshadow the Trump speech because from what I read, some of the things they said was very, you know, some things that you would think that the Democrats and liberals would actually be okay with, you know, like the military budget and mm -hmm. the spending bill. I don't know if it was actually said in the, in the speech, but you know, they have signed bipartisan spending bills and military budgets and all this stuff. And it's just like, Oh yeah, we'll uh, we'll pretend to not like you when we're doing the impeachment. But yeah. when it comes to signing these bills for like government that's okay. spending, yeah, those are all fine. We we won't even question you on those. Right, doesn't make any sense. I mean, it does when you understand what government is. Right, just a big like you were saying. Like earlier. if you're if you're looking at it as like the two parties are against each other, then it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it would make because the way that the, the Democrat Party is going now, slowly and, and bit by bit is. You know, it's that, that's why, like nowadays, like Bernie Sanders is this huge. He's this huge threat because you know he's the he's, socialist. He's and, not. He's not in the establishment. So right. Well, which is funny because you know he's been in politics for so long. You know. Yeah. But but I guess what they're worried about probably is that he won't do what they want him to do. Yeah. Which is kind of weird to think about because when you think about what happened to him last time with Hillary Clinton, mm -hmm. then you kind of just roll over and do what they wanted. Anyway. Yeah. He basically just became a pussy and was like, yeah, I'll support Hillary Clinton. <laughs> so that kind of makes me think that if he were to become president that, you know, he's very anti-war, which I do like, Yeah, but being pushed by the people in the behind the scenes, don't you think that he would just roll over and, and do what? Well, the thing what, about you saying that Bernie was anti-war, I I have to find it again. But I did see something where he actually did vote for some, like for some war, 
but I can't remember. I have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure I saw it. But they're basically saying, oh, everyone's saying that Bernie Sanders is anti-war. Well, let me tell you some things he did vote on that weren't so uh, anti-war. Sounds like the Tulsi Gabbard thing. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. Where, you know, he's like, oh, Tulsi, uh, you know, she was like this and that and all that stuff. She ain't that anti-war friend that you all think she is. But, I mean, in terms of now, like in terms of now, you know, I think that's like the best I got, you know. Yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah, so the whole thing was like you're saying earlier, just a big show, it's just a big charade, you know. And I, the thing that kind of annoys me too is everyone was flipping out about her shredding the paper or whatever, the State of the Union. And I, and I know 100% if it was the other way around, all the conservatives oh, yeah. would probably be like, Yeah, you go, girl, that's right, you show that. Pre-. Like if it was Obama and Paul Ryan did or something, like, Yeah, that's right, Paul Ryan, you show that motherfucker who's boss, right? Yeah, and it's just like, Yeah, you know. I know there was like people who did threads on why it's different or whatever, but I feel like, like you said, if, if the sides were switched, then they might change what they're saying. Mm-hmm. So sort of like the, the whole, like we already talked about this before, but the, do you need the witnesses or not thing during the impeachment, mm-hmm. but during the Clinton impeachment, it was the opposite. Yeah. I, I feel like that also applies to this. It's like, it's good. It's good for me, but not good for you. You know, so or or ways the other way around. I don't know, but it's it's almost like like you know you were saying, um, what was I saying? I don't know. <laughs> well, I was gonna mention also the whole like Trump wouldn't shake her hand. Yeah, isn't that just about the same as like like the left wingers who are getting mad about that? Right. If Nancy Pelosi did that to Trump, they'd be like, "This is a power move." Well, oh. Um, th- that just reminded me, remember when, uh, I can't remember what it was about or what they were arguing about or anything, but there was, they were in that, um, in that briefing room or whatever, you know, sometimes they have, they'll have the, the media and Trump will be in that long rectangle table or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's talking to his, uh, his cabin or some of the members of Congress, whatever. And there's that picture, you know, where Nancy Pelosi's standing and he, and she's like doing this, whatever. And Trump's just sitting there like that. Yeah. Remember that picture? And everyone was flip, all the left one was like, yeah, that's like you were saying a power move. Like, yeah, that's right, Nancy Pelosi. You showed Trump that how dumb he is, blah, 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 blah. And all the yeah. conservatives were like, eh, it's not a big deal. It's just them talking. Yeah. So, yeah. That's kind of funny because now it's the other way around. It's like, oh, I can't believe she did that. Don't you know that he was talking about such and such and he was talking about the military families? And I'm just thinking, I'm sure the military families don't really care about piece of paper being shredded i mean they're happy that their family's there or you know whatever yeah. happened to them you know so i don't know i don't know like we said that like my whole take on it is it's just all for show right just to get a reaction it's just, they're just doing it i mean the whole like paper is already being ripped come mm-hmm. on yeah, she's like, okay, team, what we're going to do is we're going to have a little, we're going to shred this a little bit because then when I shred it, it's going to be perfect mm-hmm. and it's going to look good and I'm going to get a big old check and, you know, A plus and everyone's going to love me and all. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Fantastic. You know what's funny about that? That also means that she, she like wanted it to go perfect, right? Mm-hmm. So she's making sure that, because it, it would have been hilarious if she tried to sh- like shred it and it didn't work. Like she she's like, wait, she's not strong oh, enough. wait a minute, let me do it again. Yeah. Well, it kind of looks like too, like for for a little bit when she's doing that, she's like, "Okay, where's that little?" Oh, there it is. Yeah. Because she's like, "Oh, sh- oh yeah, there we go." So I don't know, but uh, you know, that, and that's why with like in politics nowadays, whenever someone's kind of just talking about how bad 
both sides or even in their own party. You know, that's why, you know, like Thomas Massey or like Justin Amash, for example, when he left the Republican Party, mm-hmm. all the Republicans and conservatives, you know, especially the pro-Trumpers, man, they're bashing the crap out of them. They're saying, I can't believe you. Why would you portray the country? And blah, blah, blah. Well, I also thought it was interesting that like after he did that, then all the lefterners were like, yeah, he's he's the only principled man. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, people. Yeah. But it's also kind of funny too, like Mitt Romney, like everyone's saying, though, you know, like oh yeah, the, the whole it's Mitt like, Romney thing. Didn't you thing hate too. him a couple? Of, yeah. Well, like people are praising him, right? Right. Um, because of the impeachment thing. Mm-hmm. Right? So that was it, right? Basically, yeah, because he voted for one article of impeachment, not both, just one. Yeah. So then the left is saying good things about him, mm-hmm. even though only a couple years ago they were criticizing him for the. That comment about like the binders of women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But but that's when their homeboy Obama was running for president. So you know, all hands are you know all all hands on deck for Mitt Romney. If he does anything remotely wrong, it's evil. Because because someone uh, someone described it as like like pro wrestling. Like the Democrats are are supposed to be the face, like Mm. the good guys, and the Republicans are supposed to be the heel. And that's how it's always going to be, even if. Even a Republican says something the Democrats like, still not good, bad, not not allowed. You know. That's why it's all just for show. Yeah, and that's why whenever Ron Paul was talking about how bad the wars were, spending all his money on the wars, all the Republicans were like, "How dare you miss? How dare yeah, you no. talk crap about the military?" And all he's like, "I'm not talking about the military. Why, if I if I if if the military like if I hate the military so much, then why is the military giving me Ron Paul the most money out of all of you?" And up Obviously, here on the stage. it's because they hate themselves. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's take a minute to thank our sponsor, Libertarian Country. Libertarian Country is your place for all of your liberty apparel needs. They have t shirts, mugs, bottle openers, beer koozies, books, and many more. Use our promo code HAPA, H A P A, for 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code HAPA for 10% off. Thanks, Libertarian Country, and thank you for your support. So the next thing that we were wanting to talk about is, uh, I guess this happened recently as well, where uh, Alexandria Ocasio, 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 Cortez, Cortez. Cortez. <laughs> I wonder if she gets that a lot, where people just say her name, or maybe it's just us. You know, I was watching this thing. I know this has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about, but mm-hmm. I was watching this thing on her uh, IGTV mm-hmm. where she was like going back to Brooklyn or the Bronx. I don't know. Yeah. Somewhere in New York. Sorry, I don't live in New York. <laughs> I know they're really different, but I I, I don't live there. So yeah. don't don't the, murder me over this. <laughs> all the New Yorkers are going to be like, how dare you talk about our How dare like you me- mix up the Bronx and Brooklyn? My God, no! I think it's the Bronx. I'm pretty sure it's the Bronx. Anyway, so she went back to the Bronx to go um, bartend again, just for like one day. And everybody who saw her was everybody was calling her AOC. So I don't think anyone even calls her Alexandria Ocasio. It's it's like a brand now, AOC. It's easy to say AOC. It just flows off the tongue. AOC, AOC. You say it all the time, and it sounds you know, it sounds cool. Sounds like a nickname, like a nickname that you'd get. Um. On the street, anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Yo, AOC, what's up, yo? Yeah, basically. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we're gonna talk about uh, her latest thing that she said because it seems like a lot of people, especially on the right, 
they just they're just waiting for that you know those moments from her kind of it's, like, it's the same yeah i was gonna say it's the same thing of like you know people on the left waiting for donald trump to say something he said something i like we go talk about it for four hours although they're way worse because he can he could tweet the word the yeah and they'd be like oh my goodness yeah it's the end of the world <laughs> yeah um so i'll just play the video and then we'll talk about it Ms. hutchinson i also want to thank you about bringing up the poverty draft and this idea of a bootstrap you know this idea and this metaphor of a bootstrap started off as a joke because it's a physical impossibility to lift yourself up by a bootstrap, by your shoelaces. It's physically impossible. The whole thing is a joke. It's is that kind of like when that guy was saying, I don't know why this reminded me just now, but there's that one, I wish I remember his name, but it's like, it was like viral for a long time. This, I think it was a Democrat. He was talking about how, I think it was Guam. He was saying, like, I'm, I'm worried about all these military personnel being on Guam because I'm worried that the island's going to tip over because there's so many people. Oh, my God. Like, it's legit. Like, you can find that out. Like, you can literally look at, like, tip like island tip over politician or something. I can't remember. but Oh, and they, everyone took him seriously? Yeah. Because he, he's just saying, like, you know, I'm worried about the 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 island's going to, like, tip over. Was he being serious? I don't know if he was being serious, but he sounded like he was being serious. He wasn't, like, being <laughs> – I was just joking. I guess that's kind of the same thing. It's like, do you understand what a metaphor is? Mm -hmm. Or like, so to her, to her point, I understand if, if her standard of like having a good life mm -hmm. is being happy all the time and being rich or something like that. Like, yeah. like if you want to be Bill Gates or something like that, then I understand what she means. It, it, it's not very common for someone to pull themselves out of extreme poverty and then become like a millionaire or something. Right. Although I do think it is worth pointing out that she is a bartender in New York, mm -hmm. like a service worker who became a congresswoman. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I out of she... all the people to say something like that, it seems kind of ironic for yeah, her I to think say she's... that. I mean, as far as I know, she seems to be doing okay for herself right now. Yeah, I right? mean, the salary that you get, the salaries of the of the House of Representatives. I didn't we look it up one time? Yeah. It was like one hundred seventy thousand so, yeah, a year, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I know that's not like super rich, but I would consider that rich. Yeah, I mean, people in, that are poor, man, they would kill probably to get that one hundred thousand dollars salary. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, I know, all right, but um. I don't know. Like you were saying too, you know, it, I, like people when they say, you know, lift yourself up and bootstrap to go from poor to rich, they like people like that. They think, okay, well, when you're poor, you're making, I don't know, twenty thousand dollars a year or whatever it is, or less than that. Yeah, or less than that. I and, believe the poverty line is below twenty thousand yeah. dollars a year. So, but to them, they're thinking, well, you're going from that to, like you're saying, to like million dollars. Like now you're rich. Yeah. But to some people. Making eighty thousand dollars is comfortable. It depends on where you yeah. live, too. I feel like people nowadays they strive to be happy, mm -hmm. which is not possible. You know, you can't be happy all the time. Yeah, and you can't have a life without struggle all the time. And I know, like, some people say that it's impossible to pull yourself out of extreme poverty without right. government or whatever. I do understand that that's a problem, but I don't think that because like what she's implying basically is that like 
government needs to come in and, and fix everything. And that's the only, that's the only way it's going to happen. Yeah. So like, I guess I think that her line of thinking is wrong, mm -hmm. especially for someone who did it herself. Yeah. Because, you know, she was a bartender and she decided I'm going to, you know, I feel like I should, I can make a difference in my community, whether, you know, people agree with what she stands for or not. She decided I'm going to do something or, you know, run or whatever. And then, she was successful. I know there was some like weird thing about that where I don't know if she had actually yeah, her, any competition or anything like that. In her district, but... she didn't have any other competition other than the person who was already like in place yeah. for that district. So it was a little bit easier, but she did have to do all of her own campaigning. Yeah. And she talked, she talks about like how she went around like door to door talking to people. I mean, there's that and... documentary on Netflix talking about it. Yeah. And <laughs> so I just think it's weird coming from her. Mm -hmm. But also, like to finish my other point about happiness and everything um i think people need to lower their standards for what what is considered like a good life today yeah because we're still richer than like most of human history mm -hmm. like even some of the poorest people today in our country are still more rich than all of human history yeah so it's hard to compare yourself to people who are more rich in terms of like, you know, making a congresswoman's salary or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. It's just uh, like that type of mentality, I think, is it's not a, it's not good when you hear someone say that because then someone who's in that type of situation and they hear her. And they think they're stuck. Yeah. They, they hear someone say that. And they go, well, what's the point of me even trying? Because I'm going to be stuck in here forever. And then like you were saying too earlier, the only way I'm going to be able to do anything is if I get, you know, a government handout or something like that. That's all yeah. that they're going to think. And that's all the, that's going to be implanted in their head is, well, the government's here to help and we're going to do everything we can to help you. But I don't know how long it's going to take, whether, I mean, and obviously, you know, that could take forever if any I mean, time, yeah. right? If anyone's ever been through unemployment and trying to get unemployment, mm -hmm. like that's just takes forever yeah or like even just going to the dmv it takes like five hours to get yeah get something done there yeah but yeah i guess the other thing i, I was gonna say something because i remembered something when you said that but now i can't remember what it is well I, I mean i don't know the whole thing is just bad because you know and i don't really know at least i can't think of any type of thing in terms of well because that's the type of thing we have. And that's one of the things where, you know, if you're going to get rid of someone's like, I don't know. Oh, social security. Yeah. Or social security or welfare. That's a really, that's a really risky move for someone who they're living off of that. Like if you're yeah. okay. That's one of the things I can actually understand. If someone saying, if I'm going to replace social security or, or like, like repeal it or something. Yeah. Then they're going to replace it with something else. But that's, but it's not like, it's not just a government program or something. Cause I know there's, you know, you can go to churches that will help out. Mm -hmm. There's uh, you know, charities or something like that. That's why some people do like this GoFundMe's like, Hey, I got medical bills and I need this, you know, mm -hmm. or I have, I need a car, something as simple as like, I need this, need a car to go from work, you know, to and from work or whatever. I guess the, the hard thing is, is like when, but I, I remembered what I was going to say earlier. Yeah. So like that type of mentality that she's talking about, mm -hmm gets people to depend on the government. Yeah. And then it's really, then to make your point, it's really hard to get people off of it once they're depending on it. Right. Because 
like you said, you can do other things like go to churches that might help out or family that might help out or a GoFundMe. But it's kind of like if it's a chronic problem where you can't work and, you know, you can't just keep asking other people for support mm -hmm. um, through Go like a GoFundMe or something like that. Right. So it's like, what, what would we do in that situation? I think that libertarians and conservatives need to talk about that more because then they end up looking, you know. Yeah. Like, instead of just like talking crap about the system or whatever, or just, you know, saying, I can't believe that AOC would say that. Why, why would you say that? Instead of saying that, like offer a solution, some other kind of solution that someone can or at least some sort of empathy for it. Right. I guess. Right. Yeah. And now I'm going to get told, well, effects don't care about your feelings. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, but the problem is, is that humans have feelings and they do factor into politics. So. Well, I also think it's a fact too. Like I was saying earlier, if someone is, you know, and I know people say, well, they can't just depend on social security or whatever. What if they're injured and they can't do anything You yeah. know, because they're, they're legit. They can't work. So they literally just depend on, you know, their, their social security or yeah, Medicaid they, what if or they whatever. Don't have any other family too. Right. Yeah. So, then what? so what's this? I mean, I don't know. Maybe there are solutions out there. We just haven't seen them or we just don't know about them, but yeah, it's not like we sit here every day and think about it. So we, yeah. we haven't come up with our own solutions either. Right. And I'm sure that this is one thing that I, I do think though, I think that the free market could come up with some way where it would benefit other people to take care of people like that. I think it would end up happening. Yeah. I mean, there's that one example where uh, there were potholes in the road and what, and I think Domino's decided, oh, this is a, you know, then they'd start like mm -hmm. filling the potholes, whatever Domino's, you know, <laughs> it wasn't the, it wasn't like the state or the government, you know, the federal government be like, I mean, you start filling on potholes. It's like, no, that was like, this pothole has been here for like, who knows how long we're going to fill it up because you know, people's cars are getting destroyed. The tires are getting flat. Mm -hmm. So we got to do something. Cause Maybe maybe it was right in front of their store. I don't know. Maybe just they just care about what's in front of them because they want people to buy their pizza. I don't know. You know? Wow. All right. <laughs> you know, but I don't know. So but yeah, I guess we just wanted to go over that video just because it seemed very one dimensional, like the the responses to it. Yeah, and I, I think it's I think it's a healthy um, discussion for like you're saying for libertarians, conservatives, and people who don't who are in that mentality of the government should help you with everything. Cause obviously conservatives do, you know, believe in still in a, in a government of some kind. And, and there are libertarians who believe that too. But then of course with anarchists and ANCAPs and all those people, what's, you know, and, and you can't just say, well, the free market can provide, you have to actually offer something who. Oh, thanks. I just well, no, that. I'm just saying like, well, yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, for people like we were saying before, you know, the examples that we give people who who are living off of the government. I think and all what do you mean is that you want it to be specific? Yeah, I want yeah specific solutions, not just well, you know, the free market can provide. Okay, well, you, if you tell someone that who is just living off of that because they can't work because they're injured, mm -hmm. they don't have, um, they, there's just no way for them to do it. Like I say, no family, um, they have a ton of kids, you know, and I know that's like a a really like. That's outlier a, type of example yeah. but there are people like that so if you just say to them well the free market can provide for your 10 kids and the mom's going to be like what's that going to do what how's yeah. that going to help and me I, out right now what's i think that also do? like conservatives and libertarians do have solutions for preventing those situations yeah. i do think that we're like we are really good at right doing yeah that. yeah for sure um especially especially through like social 
what do you call it? Like social pressure yeah. to prevent certain things from happening. I do think that that works. Like peer pressure or no? Yeah. Like okay. you would socially pressure people in society not to get into a position where you have a lot of kids mm -hmm. with no father or something like that, you yeah. know, that kind of thing. Right. But, and it's, it's kind of the same thing with the student debt. Like, People just say like, "Oh, well, you shouldn't have done it in the first place." It's like, okay, but what about the people who are in that situation? Yeah, and that's now? and that's why I like you know Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren are, are popular, especially you know Bernie. Yeah. You say I'm just gonna cancel all student loan debt, and, I'm, and all the students are like, "Oh, that's gonna be great for me. I don't have to worry about paying for it anymore." And then all the other people are like, "Well, you shouldn't have got yourself in that situation in the first place." And they're like, "Well, I'm in it now, so so now what? What's yeah. your answer to me? You know, being in this situation." Yeah, especially when a lot of a lot of the time students can't get like jobs in the degree that they went into or they weren't properly. Well, I mean, like not to get into the whole thing again, but <laughs> why are we giving loans to 17 year olds for some degree that's not going to make any money? Like that's the main problem. And, and we're good at preventing that. Like, again, like I said, like I think libertarians and conservatives are good at recognizing how to prevent them but then mm -hmm. it's like what do you do with the people afterwards because a desperate population ends up being reliant on government right so and, and school wasn't always this expensive either oh yeah and it's the same thing so. with the medical industry like anything oh, that yeah. where anything where government is involved with like inflating everything then it just gets worse and worse yeah that's why you know there's those um Hospitals, you know, the hospitals, whatever that they actually show their prices. Obviously, it's not that doesn't happen a lot nowadays. But that's why all the hospitals and you know all those um, insurance companies, or whatever, they're very what's that? Prices. They're very secretive about it, yeah. just because when you're part of like a hospital group or something, then those rates are kind of you know those hospitals have gotten a negotiated rate. And that's for, with the government too, right? Um, a lot of the times, it's based off of Medicare and Medicaid right. rates. So, hmm. but anyway, now we're going way off topic. Yeah, and yeah. But I think I think I think we have a um, a good discussion starter. You know, if anyone that that's listening or watching this, they they can't maybe. Well, I, I have this idea. Well, you know, let us know or let anyone else know. Hey, someone who's in that type of situation, here's a good answer for that. You know, not, and not just preventing it, but actually when people are in that situation already. I'd like to know what, like, I guess libertarian candidates for president would say like jacob hornberger mm -hmm. i wonder what he would say about that so yeah that would be an interesting question i think that's ask. yeah i think that'd be something i don't know if that's ever been asked but that would be if you know if we were ever at a debate or whatever with libertarian presidential candidates that would be a good question to ask i think mm -hmm. so anyone who's listening who is actually you know at a has a chance to go to one of those debates for libertarian presidential candidate or any local candidate too yeah yeah that yeah um Ask them that. And even if it's not just a libertarian, it, you know, obviously the Democrats are not going to, they're not, the, the Democrats and progressives, obviously they're going to be like, you know, we need to put more money into the government. Yeah, so we already kind of like, know what they're going to say. Yeah. Like progressives, Democrats, anyone on the left is just going to talk about social programs. Right. But so. then like, yeah, like we're saying local election or a libertarian election or libertarian presidential election or whatever. Or even just a debate between libertarian, um, figures online mm -hmm. something yeah. like that. I think that's a good question to ask. So anyway, yeah, that was a that was a good I think that was a good discussion. Good yeah. good outburst of stuff. This blah. word vomit. Yeah, there you go. All right. So 
The next is, our, is this our last story? I think it's or, the, no. We have a couple ones, a couple more actually. Oh, this is going to be a long podcast, guys. Yeah. Well, that, that that's good though, because you know we had a lot to, to say about the other. Thing. We had a lot to <laughs> say. <laughs> um, what am I turning into, Joe Biden? Anyway, well, actually, kind of am because. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, at least you don't like you know. Sniff kids' hair and stuff, because that would be yeah, really that'd be kind of weird. That's anyway. Um, so the you next want someone to rub down your leg hair in the pool. <laughs> my leg. I got. I have a friend named Corn Pop. Anyway, so the next thing that we're going to talk about is maybe a little, a little brief discussion on this. But this person wrote an article in Vice called "Why I Quit Being a Climate Activist," and they quit because the climate movement is overwhelmingly white. So I walked away. So I, I don't want to read the whole article just because it takes a long time. Yeah. And I've read the article. and Thank you for your service. Yeah, and you can find this article online. Um, it's at vice.com. Mm -hmm. And um, so basically what she's saying is that she was involved in, like, climate politics, right? But all the people who she was working with were too white. Like, there was too many white people. So there was hardly any people of color. Mm -hmm. So – she spoke up in one of her meetings saying, what's the point if, if we're not going to involve people of color? And, and then they were kind of like, well, like, what are you doing here then? Aren't you like a person of color? Yeah. And then so she decided that she was done with it. So, I mean, it's, I it's turning into a, like a, a white movement, so she can't support it anymore, which is funny because there's there's two main points here which make her story ridiculous. First of all, she's half white. Because she's a hapa. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> so aren't you contributing because yeah. you're half white? Yeah. I don't know. Like, You could go either way. You could be like, well, I'm a person of color, but I'm also half white, so I'm also contributing to the whiteness. So now what? I don't know. And I mean, maybe, you know, climate change or just environmental issues. Maybe just, just a lot of people of color that just don't care. They have other issues How that they're worried about. You? I don't know. Maybe just, yeah, maybe they, you know. Like black people, for example, they care about the issues that pertain to them specifically. And I don't know if climate really affects them all that much. So they worry about, you know. Intersectionality means that anything that's a problem has to affect each other. Oh, well, Don't you know the me. rules? I don't know. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know these rules. I don't know. Oh, you yeah. don't give me a handbook on how to do all this stuff correctly. There's a good idea. A good idea. Uh, we could uh, write a book on, on how all the rules are <laughs> supposed to apply. Hey, there you go. I bet someone's already done that. Probably, but it's like a like a like a um, like a troll type of book. Yeah, like they're being half serious, half joking, but it's like a blend, so you really don't know mm -hmm. it, what it is. That'd be really whoever. If I'm that's pretty been sure done someone's already, already wrote that. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, so the other thing that is weird about the article is that so she's talking about like oh the the movement's overwhelmingly white, blah blah blah, and mm -hmm. then when you look where she lives, because she wrote she wrote it in the article where she lives, I guess. I haven't read the thing, so I'm going to guess. Okay. Does she live in like Silicon Valley or something like that? No. Anything California related? Mm -mm. Um, like Texas or something? No. Alaska? Florida? No. Okay. I think you should be done now. <laughs> no. She lives in Berlin in Europe. Berlin. So come on. Of course it's going to be overwhelmingly white because it, Germans are white. Wasn't there like some kind of like migrant crisis or something happening there? Or, or is that like... Yeah, because the really migrants are really anymore. worried about the climate change. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny though. She lives in Berlin, and she's like, "Man, 
all these damn white people. Why? You know. Yeah, and she's like, I'm half German too. It's like, well, then I guess you're contributing. To I don't the know. White maybe hits. she should make her own group of climate activists, and all she's going to hire is people of color and hoppers. I mean, there you go. There's your solution. Well, okay. Just make your own. But group. when you do that, then it's like, okay, so what percent do you have to be of non-white in order to join? Like, if you're like, if you have a Hapa parent, but you have another white parent, then mm -hmm. are you not allowed to join because you're only one fourth now? I don't, I don't know. These rules are getting too crazy. And it was funny when I was saying just make your own group. I'm just thinking all those people that just make your own Facebook. If you don't like Facebook, just make your own Facebook. <laughs> so I don't know why I just thought of that just now, but I can just hear someone going, Oh yeah, make your own Facebook. Yeah, that's gonna work out. Yeah. You need I to mean, learn the code. That is <laughs> That is a good point though. Maybe she should make her own group of um, Well, that's something that you can actually do because you don't really need, you know, you don't need all this difficult you don't need infrastructure yeah. or coders or anything like that. She can just but, start asking her friends, hey, do you want to? Well, it'll just be funny to see, like, how many people actually care to join, you know? That is true. Yeah. Do you care about the climate? I do. Do you want to be a part of my group? Eh, I got shit to do. You know, I got some, I got homework and I got some other things I got to yeah, do. Yeah, you know, life. I got to, like, focus on work. I have a work. child to take care of. Yeah. Although, you know, kids. having a child apparently is uh, bad oh, for the yeah. climate. That's, so that's they probably can't join. I don't know. You know what's funny though? Anytime someone goes, I don't want any kids, you're like, hey, you're uh you're not contributing to the to the uh you're not doing anything bad to the environment. Good job. And say they're like a, a green activist or something like that. You're a green activist for having no kids. And they're like, wait, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, no. That's kind of insulting to be honest. But yeah. Anyway. So yeah. <laughs> All right. So the next thing that we have before we last, get into uh the last main story, just so you uh People know what we're talking about. All right, let's take a minute to thank our sponsor, Infinite CBD. What is CBD? CBD is one of the many compounds inside the hemp and cannabis plants. Although CBD is in the marijuana plant, Infinite CBD uses pure hemp-derived CBD isolate that contains no THC. Our CBD is straight from an industrial hemp farm that produces pure and clean, testing above 99% CBD isolate. I use the Freezing Point Topical Cream and the Topical Salve to soothe my muscles, especially my neck and back, and it feels great. Use our promo code HAPA10, H-A-P-A, and the number 10 for 10% off your order. Again, HAPA10 for 10% off. Thanks, Infinite CBD, and thank you for your support. Yeah, speaking of like, because the lady lives in Berlin, this one is a woman who lives in Brisbane, Australia. Yep. Um, you want to play the video? Aussie. Yeah, play the video. Aussie. Wait, wait, wait. Let's let's give a little bit of background. Okay. So Brisbane, is that how you say that? Sure. A Brisbane mom has been slammed after revealing online that she does not go to bed. I don't know if that's a British accent. Sorry. Probably until the is. house is clean and wakes up at 4.30 a.m. to make her husband breakfast and coffee. What do you think about this? Hashtag nine today. And then, so they they like put their their um their clip from their news station. Mm -hmm. So we're going to listen now and see what they have to say about it. I think it'd be funny if it was hashtag not today, as in not today, young lady. You ain't gonna be a mom in our hood, right? Sure. <laughs> anyway, 
I want to take you back to the 1950s, or at least that's what I thought. Oh, yeah? Brisbane Mum's Facebook post. Brooke Smith shared her routine online. Here's what she said. I always make sure I don't go to bed until everyone's lunches are packed, their clothes are set out for the next day, including my husband's, and the house is clean, dishwasher is on, and a load of washing is on. I always get up early, 4.30, with my husband to make his breakfast and coffee. Um... Go, Brooke. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I mean, I tell you what, though, Chris. I mean, a lot of people um, online are, are saying, "Well done," uh, appraising her. Who? Who are these people? <laughs> oh, has he hypnotised her or something? Who does this stuff? Making his breakfast and then putting his clothes out of a night. Is he disabled or something? Like, seriously. Like, get a grip. Get off your bum and do stuff yourself. She's not going to fuck you. The is that she might actually <laughs> like her husband and she might actually like to get up at 4.30 and spend yeah. no, I mean, I like my husband. But make your own bloody breakfast <laughs> and coffee. I mean, you know. <laughs> the Apparently this couple run an MMA fighting gym. Oh, and mixed they, martial arts. Mixed martial arts. And they also breed bulldogs. So they can do whatever they want. And I'm like, no, no, no. But you know what? If it makes her happy... But, I mean, there's nothing in that list of things there, you know. And she's but, got four children under the age of six. But did you see her photos too? She still has time to, like, make her hair yeah. look beautiful oh, and put her makeup on. She looks women. gorgeous. Yeah. I think she looks gorgeous. Yeah, making the rest of us look bad. Like- yeah, but then you, you know, look at you. You got all that makeup on and everything. You know, she's got time. Oh, she's to, got time. She's got time to, you know, do it. You have a whole team of people probably doing your makeup, you, you, you know, whatever. Okay, like, the whole the whole video is just, like, it seems like they're, I don't know. I can't believe that they think that that's weird. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know about that woman that was saying all that stuff. That was kind of reading the story or whatever. I don't know if she has kids and, or a husband or whatever. I don't know. But I'm going to guess. Well, the, the lady in the blue dress does have that. The, the news anchor? She does have a husband because she said that. She said, I'm married, but my husband can make his own breakfast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Bloody breakfast. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just so you're not gonna like you know because what I don't know what he does, but I don't know. She's like, I'm a working woman. You can make your own breakfast, but isn't that kind of selfish? I don't know. I feel like okay. Well, I guess the first thing you have to say about this is the lady's not doing it because she's hypnotized. Yeah, that guy was like, what has he got to hypnotize? Like, dude. she's doing it because she wants to. I don't know. People do things like no, that because they want to. No, he does voodoo because magic. Because she's a nice person. He he does voodoo magic on her to be like, you're gonna make my you're gonna make my breakfast. You're gonna put my clothes on the bed in the morning when I'm still asleep, or whatever. Because you know, with the because then I don't know. Maybe he's the one that does all the business side of the MMA gym to make sure it doesn't you know close down and die or something. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like. If this was reversed, like if it was a man doing those things they'd for, be like, yeah, for women, go, man. they'd be like, oh my gosh, he's so sweet. Yeah. Like he sounds like the perfect husband. And, and I this, can't believe it. And this is the kind of stuff where, you know, like, like I'm sure you feel this way too when you see people judging this woman or making fun of her to saying, man, I, I can't believe she's being a mom. Why, why are you doing this? And that's why when someone sees that, they go, well, why would I want to have a kid if people are going to treat me like that? Yeah. Or, or even just, the part about like making fun of her for taking care of her husband. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know waking up at four thirty sounds crazy, but if if your husband's waking up at four thirty, then you might as well wake up as well and make breakfast for both of you. 
Yeah, because I mean, he's what, yeah, he's doing other work for you. Well, not so. only that, if she woke up at four thirty in the morning and she just sat there, wouldn't that be considered lazy? Like because he's like, get off your bum and do something. I don't know. She could have been just sitting there. You know what? I'm not. I'm just gonna sit here and do nothing until you wake up. Yeah. You know. And someone else pointed out before, like I tweeted about this video, and someone pointed out, like if you have young children, mm -hmm. then waking up that early to have breakfast maybe the only time they have when they're not taking care of kids. So it's probably their alone time. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, Cause like, you know, like they were saying too in the video, well, they own their own gym, you know, and I don't know if they're together all the time or if they're separate or what they do in terms of that, you know, the business, whatever, mm -hmm. but I'm probably going to guess, you know, a majority of the time spent outside of the home isn't actually together. I'm going to go, I don't know if it's true or yeah, not, it's but probably him taking care of the gym. And her taking care of the household. Probably, yeah. Which I don't like. I don't understand why that's controversial. If you mm. think about it, they're splitting the work equally. It's just different work. Yeah. So. But you are right, though. If the dad was doing all that, they would be saying, oh, man, that is a sexy dad. Yeah. He's cool. A very. Very the progressive. Per the perfect husband, you know. And, you know, there are couples who they do split the chores. You know, the mom mm -hmm. will do this and the dad will do that. You know, we do that. You know, you do the cooking and, I, and I'll do other things or whatever. But mm -hmm. it's just like I don't see what the problem is with her doing all that because I don't know. Maybe he does do some of that stuff in our house, but they just didn't mention it. because Yeah, because it's just her her talking about what she does. Right. And I that's like something that really bothers me when, when people say something like that, like where a woman will say like, I do this, this, and this, blah, blah, blah. You know, like just talking about it. Not even not bragging about it, not complaining about it, and then everybody else says, "Well, what does he do for you?" It's like, oh, I don't know. He, well, I'm he just talking about he, what I'm doing. I'm not yeah. talking like does it? I have to mention what he does for me every time mm -hmm. to make it even. Yep. Because they assume that that I'm that that the woman's not doing it on her own will, you know, like on her own. Well, not only that, the guy's probably bringing in. A lot of the money i mean because they're both working apparently but i don't know maybe he makes more than her so maybe because he works more you well, know he's getting all the, that money to put into you know to actually have them live in the home have them have all those kids you know all that, and all that good stuff yeah they own their own business which is really hard so he probably works really long hours yeah so why don't you commend both of them he's doing all the like you're saying doing all the long work the long hours, the probably spending stuff. like 12 hours outside of the home because when he comes home, he's like, oh, wow, dinner's made for me. Wow, this is great. Instead of going to, yeah. you know, whatever fast food they have in Australia. Oh, but that's progressive being, being a fast, to not make your own. Being a fat slob. And I know they run an MMA, so if he wouldn't do that. But if what if they didn't own an MMA? What if he's just like some, you know, like he's a, I don't know, a, a lawyer or something. He comes, you know, and other than, oh, my goodness, you made me a, a nice home-cooked meal. It's healthy and everything. I'm just going to go get some uh, some some fast food, some something that will yeah. make me gain weight after two weeks of having it, you know? And, you know, every time you eat out and it's not, like, fast food or unhealthy, then mm -hmm. the healthy food's always really expensive. So yeah. then you're just wasting a bunch of money eating out all the time. So there's that. And then, like, the other thing I was going to say before. Oh, really? Yep. No, I forget. Thanks. I was I was gonna say something, but you kept talking, so I forget now. Damn it! Yeah. Oh, there's just a lot of factors involved with that, you know. So, and them just talking about her and her doing what she's gonna do, whatever. I don't know. I feel like it's weird that it's one-sided shaming. Like yeah. you, you don't, you wouldn't see that happening. If, like I said, if it was the other way around, or if 
I mean, like, what if the woman wakes up at 4.30 for her job? Then no one's going to say anything about that. Well, they'll say if she woke up at 4.30 in the morning and she worked, you know, 12, hour, 12 13, 14 hours, maybe they would say, oh, wow, you you're work long hours. Very cool. You're a working class mom or, you know, you work it very yeah. hard or whatever. Or they're going to say, well, does the dad do anything? It, what, is, what does he do? Is he is he just sit is there? He's just do, a lazy does, bum? Yeah. Oh, I remember what I was going to say now. I keep this keeps happening. This just, this episode. I'm sorry. Stop talking. There you go. Uh, yeah, I know. Cause and then people are always saying like, "How come she doesn't talk that much?" Well, I'm trying. Okay, I'm trying right now. Say the thing before you forget. Oh yeah, you're right. So whenever you have these little things in your life, like that routine things, like I need to get dressed on time and I need to have breakfast on time, or I won't make work because then it will make everything else off for the whole rest of the day. Mm -hmm. Then if you can avoid those things by preparing ahead of time, like even if it was your wife doing it, then I don't see how that's bad. I feel like that's good in the relationship to prevent bad things from happening. Right. Based on small things that you can prevent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, being in a marriage, it's, you're, it's supposed to be, a partnership, right? It's supposed to be a really strong partnership and everyone's supposed to, you know, work together to make the, not only their, you know, their relationship strong as it possibly can be, but also when they have children, you know, the family bond supposed to be as strong as it mm -hmm. possibly, the household supposed to be good, you know, the, the work or whatever else, you know, that's involved in there. Everything's got to be good. And, you know, it, it's, it's, um, that's why I say it. it's a, it's, you know, it can be a hard job because, you know, if something, if any of those things goes down, then it can really ruin a relationship. You know, one thing can really ruin something, you know. And it, yeah, small things over yeah. time can ruin mm -hmm. the relationship. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like this mentality that we have nowadays, or at least it seems like it with the gendered politics thing, right? where men are against women, when you bring that into a marriage, then it kind of seems like you're setting yourself up to fail. Well, then there's that one lady who said, you know, I, I, I like men, but I don't like the whole, was it like the toxic masculinity thing? Or Yeah, she's like, I, 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 I support the LGBT community, but I like men, so I need to figure out how to not like, how can like I, men. How can I have sex with a man, but also still be in support of the LGBTQ, ABCD community or whatever? How can yeah. I still be a part of this? Like, I don't know. To maybe. me, I feel like the, the easy answer is date a bi man then. like Or I don't know. Simple. Maybe All right. get a, a guy who's very, I don't know, maybe he's in charities or something like that that's involved in that type of stuff maybe find someone who's in that i don't know you're i mean you're limiting yourself into what you what you want yeah I, I think that the gendered politics thing is just ruining people's mentality of how things are supposed to work you know they feel like you feel like when you enter a marriage or like someone who thinks like that when they enter a relationship they might think like well i'm a queen and i have to mm -hmm. make sure that he's taking care of me but then you're not thinking about what you're bringing to the table. Cause I've seen like a lot of, like a, a lot of MGTOW stuff where they're like, they show examples of like women saying like, well, you know, I, I bring sex to the table and that's it. It's like, that's it. I mean, for some guys, you know, sex is definitely going to be up there, but yeah. But can you imagine if that's, that's it? Yeah. That would be kind of like, I don't, I don't bring anything else to the table. Just that. I don't know. Maybe there's I mean, some it's guys not like a relationship. That... Maybe there's some guys out there that just want that. I don't know. But then at the same time, it's like, is that really? It's like you can just give yourself a, a prostitute. You're basically, then. yeah, you're basically just a, a was like a, I don't know, a, 
a plaything, a living prostitute, yeah, like a living prostitute or, 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 or fuck buddy or something like you know, basically mm -hmm. terms that are like that. So I don't know. Uh, one last thing, I think it's weird, like some people who would cook their own meal and then have their spouse or their children cook their own meal. I think that's weird. Maybe some people do that and that's fine, I, I guess. But to think that that's normal is just weird because it's like I'm already cooking for myself. Why mm -hmm. if if I'm going to make dinner, I might as well make it for you too. Yeah. You know, if you have coffee, make enough coffee for you and the spouse. Yeah. I don't like, see, it's not I that don't hard. See the controversy it's not that hard to do that. Oh, instead of, so if I put this much, it's just for me because I'm the one working, but maybe if I put this much, it'll be for both of us. Okay. It takes a what? An extra three seconds. Yeah. Like not even that much time. Like what's, what's, yeah, the, what's the hassle here? I think it's weird. Also, I mean, I know someone's going to be like, well, what if you have dietary restrictions? Blah, 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 blah. Well, then you work it out. So like for us, when I told you in the beginning of our relationship that I can't eat dairy, then you had a choice where either I would cook things with dairy in it for mm -hmm. you, which I would be willing to do because I'm the one with the dietary, dietary restriction, right. or you would go dairy free and you decided to go dairy free. So mm -hmm. yeah. Same thing with the gluten thing with you. Right. I pretty much went gluten free whenever you you found out about your gluten sensitivity. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. No excuse for not cooking for your spouse. Yeah. And Either I, way, if the man is really good at cooking and he really likes cooking and the woman is terrible, then do it that way. Yeah. But again, if it was like that though, you, and then they're doing that story. In that video, yeah. yeah. It would be, oh man, that guy's so great. Yeah. That I guy wish my is husband like a, was like a dream that. husband. Yeah. That girl would be like, man, I wish that guy was. My husband, I'd be wet all the time. You're great. All right. right. Weird. <laughs> anyway. All right. So now we're going to get into some weird news, right? Yep. All right. And now it's time for weird news. So the first thing that we're going to talk about, and there's going to be a theme here. The first thing is Erica Badu is releasing incense that smells like a vagina. And That's if, a great picture. If you can see that, it's it's like her face smelt the incense for the first time. And she's like, eesh, the fuck was I thinking? I think the reason why this is happening is because of what's her name? Erica Badu. No, no. Uh, Gwen Gwyneth. Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. 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 So anyway. I, just, I just read the thing. It says the smell down there is having a moment. Yeah, it is. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm -hmm. Paltrow. Paltrow. Whatever her name is. Right. She released a candle uh, on her site called Goop. And the candle's name is called This Smells Like My Vagina. Mm -hmm. So now people are making all their products smelling like their vagina, I guess. Well, Erica Badu's is apparently going to be called Badu's Pussy. Well, I guess that's appropriate. Yeah. So I wonder if it's going to smell like cinnamon or... She said that... Uh, I, I read this article before. She said that... <laughs> she said that her vagina smells sweet because... She drinks tons of raw cranberry juice. Mm. So I guess this, the candle will smell like 
cranberries? Cranberries? I don't know. Hmm. Well, better than smelling like poop, right? I heard someone say that they want to make a candle that smells like their butthole. Yeah, anyway. I don't know about that. I don't know about this trend. Like, why do like who's gonna do the the smell test? You know, like let me see if it smells like your vagina or not. Just imagine if you worked at like the okay, open your legs. Like the like the factory, whatever. Like, all right, we're gonna be uh, smell testing this uh, new incense we have. This new smell called Badu's Pussy. And I know they'd be like, all right, do I get a bonus with this? No. Can I smell the actual pussy? No. Well, then what's the point? Why am I doing this? Why am I working here? Because you said it was, it was bad dude's pussy, right? I thought I was smelling the actual pussy, but I guess it was just a stupid candle. You think that everyone's actually going to want to do that, though? I mean, there might be some people out there, but they're going to be like, well, I got kids to feed. I got family. I got to feed my family. That's a good excuse. <laughs> I had to smell her pussy because I. I had to feed my family. Like what if it was like the guy did it and the wife said, so what did you do today? Oh, I had to smell this incense called Badu's Pussy. The, the mom's like, what? I don't think you should be working there anymore. I don't like this. I don't like this job you're doing. And, yeah, I had to I had to test it out like the real thing just to mm -hmm. make sure it smelled. It's like, all right. Yeah. All right. Now, here's the real one. What if she farts when? Wow. It smells the same. And if she farts, I don't know. It's like an extra bonus, I guess. Okay, this is gross. And now, like, to make it even more gross. I was going to say, yeah, speaking of, gro <laughs> speaking of gross. Like we said earlier, uh, Gwyneth had made a candle Oh, really? Had made a candle scent called This Smells Like My Vagina. Mm -hmm. Well, a company has come out with a, a penis-scented candle. This smells like my penis. Yep, this smells like my penis. But they're also making some kind of like gender pay gap. Uh, you know, it would have been funny if they just made the candle, you know, that, that's called This Smells Like My Penis. Mm -hmm. what, I'm not even sure what that would smell like. Anyway, but then they had to make it about the gender pay gap by yeah. selling. Because the reason what they're or why they're doing that is they're selling their candle for 25% more mm -hmm. to like show that there's a gender pay gap. Yeah. So they're selling it for a hundred dollars instead of seventy five. Right. Yeah, I was just gonna mention that. Um, and, you know, it's gonna be hilarious too if like the one hundred dollar one still sells better than the seventy five dollar one. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Oh yeah, we're making a statement about the gender pay gap. The woman's one, it's only seventy five dollars. The man, one hundred. And yet, for some reason, the men is still the, selling out. Yeah, I don't the, get the, it. The penis one's still selling like it's twice like, as much. Why does everyone want to smell a penis but not a vagina? Because you're making a statement about that. So we're going to make our own statement by going, go fuck yourself. We're going to take the penis candle. We're going to take the vagina candle. And we're going to put the penis candle inside the vagina candle. Go fuck yourself. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say after that. Like we're gonna put the inside of the penis candle. We're gonna try to put it but it's inside. But it's not shaped like a penis, though. It just uh, smells like a penis. Whatever that's. What if you smell. scooped out some of the candle and then put it inside the vagina candle? There you go. Then you can mix them, mix the smells together. That's disgusting. Make some, make a one, make one nice, lovely scent. The penis and vagina scent. That's what they should do. The next one should be mm -hmm. for uh, since that's one hundred. The sex the scent. Yeah, the one hundred for the man, the seventy five for the woman, and then they're gonna combine them. One hundred seventy five dollars, limited time only. One hundred seventy five dollars. The intercourse, they're gonna call it inter because you know it's gotta be professional. Or coitus. Co yeah, there you go, coitus. 
but it's gotta be an, it's gotta be a professional name. So it's like you know the sexual intercourse scent. Yeah. Or uh, uh, after sex. Or Wait, something it's like gonna that. have to be called. This smells like intercourse. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. See, the market provides. Why are you gonna sell it? I don't know. I mean, if they come, how are you in, gonna test it? Uh, you're gonna have to smell well, that's gonna someone's penis. Part. That's gonna be the hard part. Actually, you're gonna have to smell someone's penis and vagina while they're having sex. That'd be really awkward. What if like a couple's having sex and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to. I know I'm this is, smell you. I know this is weird, but I'm gonna have to smell what it smells like right now. It's like, hmm, yeah, that that smells like sex. All right. Like, okay, I think we should move on. Like take like a candle or like a glass and just go. Like they're like having sex right here and they're like doing their thing. And then I go, okay, I'm going right above you. We're going to, can I cover with something to cover it? Right. Is that how that goes? That's right? like those people who smell or smell who sell jars of air on oh, they sell the They sell their breath. They go, oh, and they go, all right. Or weirdos go. who smell like, like fart into a jar mm -hmm. and then sell it online. I mean, this is getting into like bathwater territory. Like, yeah. you know, that girl who sells her bathwater. Didn't she actually like do really she well? She sold with that? out. Yeah, she's like damn rich now from that. Can you imagine though? Like so, like her, it's like someone asked her, like I don't know, her grandparents. So how it's like, did you so what make do you, your money? Yeah, like what do you do for a job? Well, I take a bath and then I, uh, I take the dirty water and then I uh, ship it off to people. Because <laughs> people are into that, I guess. You know, I'm, I'm going really into that niche market. Niche market. Is that how you say that? Niche. Yeah, niche. 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 Into that very specific market. Mm -hmm. Very specific. We like to talk about markets here on there what's happening. Yeah. Unless it's about niche markets. Unless it's about like, you know, the student loan debt, you know, offer solutions to problems, not just the free market provides, but then here we are. Oh, the free oh market I know, I know what they can do. What? If you were a struggling college student, start selling your own take, bath water. Yeah, just take a bath. <laughs> there you go. Start selling your own bath water, make your own scent, you know, make your own, uh, I don't know, my vagina smells like this or, or I don't know, take like a, a mold of your vagina and, you know, make a flashlight out of it. I don't know. That's a thing too, apparently, right? Or what yeah. if like a, or like a mold of I know your penis. I know where you're getting that from. Yeah. That's from Chip Chippers. <sighs> okay. Next thing we're going to talk. Next thing. Actually, we're not like, saying we're going to do any of that stuff, by the way. That's for nope. people. That's for people who give us $10,000 on Patreon. I'm just kidding. Anyway, um, so the last thing that we got, and again, like I said, this is a theme. This, this is a theme for weird news. Um, or wait, well, this one is actually not sexual. Oh, you know why though? Because I was thinking about the other one where that one candle, where it was a, it oh, was that. It smells like politics, but but, it's, but it literally smells like shit. Yeah, I guess honorable mention. We don't have an article for it, but yeah, there was a company who made a politics scented candle, which. Apparently they they used real horse shit mm -hmm. in order to make it. So I mean, you know, it smells like politics. There you go. It smells like poop. 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 Okay, so this one is not about sex. Although, I don't know, maybe it could, I guess, if this you know person really wanted to get drunk or whatever, they can just mm -hmm. anyway. So this one was actually really interesting. Uh, a non-drinker's body produced its own alcohol. This was back in October 29. Uh, 2019, but we just kind of like we kind of stumbled upon this. Yeah, because people were tweeting about it, and so I read the article, and it's really interesting. If he, this guy eats carbs, mm -hmm. his gut will be producing alcohol by fermenting the food. That's crazy. So can you imagine that you're like I don't know, you eat like a burger or something, and you, you know the bun is 
yeah. carbohydrates. Or if you eat some fries or something, then you could get drunk off of that. Yeah. That's crazy. So he has to be keto, but not by choice. And it's it's hilarious too because the condition that they have that he has, they called it auto brewery syndrome, like as like a joke, like auto brewery syndrome, because you can't really, you know, if you want to get drunk, you don't want to drink beer. There you go, auto brewery syndrome. Man, he'd have to go to like a support group for carbs. Like I'm a I'm a recovering alcoholic, but all I eat is carbs. Could you, that's how I get drunk. You, and it kind of mentions it here too. It says that he, uh, the man displayed brain fog and aggressive behavior, fell often and was even arrested for suspicion of driving while intoxicated. But then they do like the breathalyzer and goes, man, you have 0, 0.0. What happened? Why, why are you like, driving how come drunk? you can't even like, you can't even walk in a straight line? Yeah. He's like, well, He's I, like, just, well I ate some fries. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had a pizza and it was really good. And then I started stumbling and I can't talk, but I'm driving like, we, Okay, I think we should move on. I didn't I didn't give you the article to put on screen, but we'll okay. talk about it anyway. Okay. All right. So the last oh, thing yeah. that we're gonna talk about is Florida man, and I forgot to give him the article, but this happened only seven hours ago. So this is a very fresh story. Ooh. The headline reads Florida man calls cops on the man who he was <laughs> robbing. Oh my gosh. Okay. What happened? Was they having a heart attack or something? Or A man called the cops to tell them that he'd just been shot at two times. And then he admit that he'd stabbed the man after robbing him. <laughs> He's like, oh, my God, he shot at me. Oh, well, uh, 911, what's your emergency? Yeah, this man just shot at me. Uh, are you okay? Yeah, uh, I stabbed him, though. So I don't know what's going on. I'm I'm, I was trying to take his wallet. But then he shot at me for some reason. I don't know why he would do that. Well, Yeah, sir, we, need, we need to ban guns. Like, I can't deal with this. Yeah. Well, my sir, robberies are getting way it's, harder. It's probably because you were trying to rob him. That's probably why he was trying to shoot you because, you know, you were trying to take his property. No, that's crazy. Why would anyone do that? Okay, this gets weirder. I'm sorry, but I got to read this. So he met the man through an online app called Grinder. Oh, my God. Were they going to fuck? That, that's a uh, – <laughs> and isn't that like Tinder but like for gay men? I, I believe so, yeah. Okay, so he met the, <laughs> he met the guy on Grindr and uh, – he, he was going to him because he found out that he was a drug dealer. Oh. I don't, I don't know. Do people use Grindr to find drug dealers? I, mean, I don't, I don't do know. People do anything to get whatever they want, I guess. So he met at the victim's apartment, and then he punched the guy in the face, grabbed the briefcase full of meth. Oh, my God. And then hit him again while running out the front door. It's then like the victim... <laughs> <laughs> The victim grabbed a knife and started to chase him. So he swung the briefcase at the victim and then the, the knife fell out of his hand. And as they both reached for their weapons. Like a, like a Mexican standoff. <laughs> yeah, I know. Then the guy, the guy who was robbing him stabbed him with his own knife. And then the guy picked up his gun and, and shot him. And then the guy. And then like, the guy who was robbing the guy of his meth. Now this, this story just gets weirder and weirder. Yeah. Then the guy who was robbing other guy's meth called the cops to tell him that he got shot oh man florida man you've done it again that's yeah. crazy that sounds like a movie plot i know this should be a, this should be a movie I mean, someone plot. should write that as a movie like man i, I was on grinder I, I really wanted some drugs you know meth specifically this guy had a suitcase full of meth for some reason because i guess he's a drug dealer and so i went to the guy's house and, you know, it wasn't like I was trying to like, have sex or anything. I'm not gay. 
Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> but um, so, you know, I went to the guy's house and then we got to talking and then he, uh, well, I, he then is like, you know what? Instead of trying to get the meth and give him money, I'm like, I, I, I bet I could do this for free. He ain't going to know it, right? He's going to turn around. I, I'm going to take his briefcase from his hand. The guy goes, oh, really? Takes the gun. Gaga, right? You forgot about the, the stabbing part. The, the victim tried to stab him to get his briefcase back. Oh. But then he knocked the knife out of his hand and the other guy stabbed like with him with a cry chop. Like, yeah. Yeah. Knocked the knife out of his hand. What the guy? Who the all? Right? Something like that. Sika. And then, and then the, the, the guy that was robbing the guy grabbed the knife, right? Yeah. And then he's tried to stab him, but he failed or he did stab him, right? He stabbed him. He stabbed but then him. since that guy stabbed him, he got a gun and shot him. And then he called the police because he had a gun. Can you like arrest this guy for uh, illegal possession of a firearm? No, we're going to arrest you for trying to steal this guy's drugs. But then it's like, wouldn't they arrest him, the other guy too? Because knowing, yeah, he has knowing meth? how, yeah, knowing how it is nowadays, just, you know what? We're just gonna put you both in jail. Fuck it. That's how it is nowadays. You know what? Fuck you guys, right? That's yeah, and the one guy has now. a stab wound, and the other guy has a bullet wound. Could you imagine? So, what are you in drug? What are you in drugs for? <laughs> like he's in jail. What are you in for? Well, I went on Grinder and trying to get some drugs. That's like. What on grinder? The fuck, man! You guys are crazy nowadays. I've been in jail for twenty years. People using apps now for drugs. Shit, I should have been doing that a long time ago. But the technology wasn't there. Oh. All right, I think that's a good note to end the show. <laughs> All right. Uh, again, thank you guys for watching, listening, and for supporting us. I can't help but think about that Bernie Sanders thing. Once again, we are once asking again, for your support. Once again, I am asking for your support. Please support us in our campaign. On right. Patreon. On Patreon, subscribe, stop. Right? Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we're going to go and end it. Oh. Bye. It's absolutely critical that you support free speech by supporting us on Subscribe Star. Link in the description. <laughs> <laughs>